This one's for you, the girl who so badly wants to feel confident and empowered to walk in her purpose. That girl that needs to remove the internal clutter, causing the limiting beliefs, fears, self-doubts. That girl who wants to meet her most confident self. She wants to live a soul-driven, purposeful life. This one's for you. Let's rise, babe. Happy birthday to me. I kind of wanted to do a podcast for myself and for you guys and just kind of reflect on the lessons learned. I'm not going to go into like deep stories or anything like that, but just thinking of the last 28 years of my life and what I've learned. So I hope you enjoy and let me know if this resonates with anybody because I was just showering at nine o'clock at night the night before my birthday and I was like, I'm going to just record a podcast on this. I'm not going to edit it. So it's not going to be like a true full elaborate podcast. I'm just going to put the mic in front of my face and talk. So I hope you enjoy and I hope that it was meant for somebody. It's all leading up to something. Everything that you're going through, it's all leading up to something. And I think that if I were to go back or the lesson that I've learned is stop trying to figure out what that something is and just surrender to the process. Just enjoy the process as you go along because for the longest time I was trying to figure it out. I always knew that everything happened for a reason and even through the worst of times I had that mentality but it was like I was always yearning to figure out what that thing was instead of enjoying the process and surrendering to the process as I was living it and so I guess that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned and the biggest things I've eased into during this season and the second half of my 20s is learning exactly what the art of surrender looks like, what it feels like energetically, how it settles in me, and how I can kind of play around with energy and the idea that it is all about your mind and creating this reality for yourself. I mean, even in tough situations, even in, you know, situations that aren't convenient, like my car breaking down on a Friday night when I had plans that I was looking forward to all week after an extremely long day with 45 phone calls and running all the way around Tampa Bay and back, my car dies and it won't start and I have to get it towed and it's a new car and something that would be a headache and um, just end a day really poorly for a lot of people I kind of just embraced and the process was seamless from the roadside assistance to the tow truck to getting it to Jeep to calling Jeep the next morning and getting everything fixed. Um, Even the Uber driver was awesome to have converse, converse, conversate, is that a word? To talk with on the way home from I mean, I had to pay $25 for an Uber, which I wasn't like thrilled about, but I was like, okay, like if this is fine, like I can afford $25 for an Uber, it's great. And just talking with him was a whole story in and of itself. It was almost kind of feeling like he was prophesying over my life and and then getting home and realizing that I left the car key, the key to my apartment on my car key because I had to leave the keys for the um, tow truck. 
and I go to open my door and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's right. The key to my apartment is on my key ring. And at that point, I kind of just laughed. But that's what I'm talking about with like energetically, even in tough situations when you're putting out positive energy and you're kind of just embracing whatever happens, it will correspond with the outcome. My car was completely taken care of. It was a $1,000 bill that was completely covered. I walked into Jeep to pick it up um, three days later. I didn't have a car all weekend. I missed my weekend plans, and I just kind of settled into that. Like, okay, well, I just, like, wasn't meant to go, and I guess that's fine. I was, of course, disappointed, but kind of just embraced it and walked into Jeep and People were holding doors for me, and one girl was like, what's your perfume? You smell so good, and here's your bill. It was only $65 for your oil change, and they were able to get me in last minute for an oil change, and um, the whole point of that story is basically just learning how to be fully present and to surrender even in situations that aren't ideal. I know that's um, probably not the deepest most challenging struggle I could have come up with, but that was the most recent that I just realized that the energy and the outlook and the mindset that you have in every situation is going to unfold in the reality of your life, either in a negative or a positive way. And so I guess if I were to tell myself my early 20s, um, those things, just, you know, embrace it and discover the art of surrender and start really learning about energy and surrendering and manifestation and lean into that a little earlier on. I think I could be a lot further along, but you know, everything happens for a reason. So I don't regret where I'm at by any means, but if you're in your early twenties, if you're younger than I am, or even if you're just wanting this advice for your own life, that is the advice that I would give myself looking back because I was always striving, always hustling, always grit, grind. I felt like I needed to have five jobs just to get by. Money was hard and it was a struggle at times. And I think through the hustle, through the grind, through the stress, there's so much stress. I have gray hairs at 28. I should not have gray hair at 28. Uh, but I I had to go through that to get to where I'm at. I just, I don't believe in that lifestyle anymore. I believe in a lot more ease, a lot more breathing, a lot more meditation and just relaxing and it's working. It's paying off. I'm manifesting and attracting money and attracting great things and great people and really just enjoying the season that I'm in currently. Along with the art of surrender, I have really come to terms with my singleness. Just as of recently, I'm kind of looking back over my 20s and I'm just thinking if I had known that I would be spending these eight years in my 20s single and not having found my husband yet, I just wouldn't have been as distracted. I think I've been super distracted looking for that person for my life. And that's kind of one of the things for me. I'm like, I would like to know at least like 
in age. If I had known at 20, I'm not going to meet my future husband until 29, I wouldn't have even worried about it. I wouldn't have even been seeking and searching and looking. And of course, I preach that every relationship has served me for a season and taught me something. So I don't regret any of them. I just regret the distractions. I have been very distracted and I think that I could be a lot further along in my travels, in my career, in so many different areas of my life because I always called myself a relationship person, but I think it was just a matter of not loving being alone. And I've come to the point where I prefer it. I prefer being alone over being around people. And when I am around people, it's uh, very selective. And so I am at this point where I'm kind of looking back and reflecting over my 20s, just thinking like, if I could speak something to that girl over the last eight years, it would be to surrender again to the process of being alone for the next eight years and really enjoy it and embrace it and focus. Focus on you, focus on your career, focus on friendships and building a network and a community of loving people and don't put so much focus on figuring out who your husband's going to be. Um, so that can be approached from all sides and there's so many lessons in that for me even now speaking that out loud and speaking that back but if there's somebody listening and you're kind of in that mindset of oh my gosh I'm, I'm this age and I'm single and there's nobody even that I have my eye on or that I'm talking to and I'm getting older and you know I want kids someday like just take a breath and Realize that you're single in this season for a reason. Maybe there's something that you haven't been focusing on. Maybe you've been distracted by Bumble, the dating apps, social media, um, men that weren't meant for you. Maybe you've been distracted by lack of closure from your past, lack of healing from your past. What do you need to focus on in this season? That I have got onion in my eye. I'm cooking dinner and I just rub my eye. Please hold. Anyways, just settle into it. Settle into it and embrace where you're at and figure out how to be alone, how to love being alone, how to love yourself. You should be your own best friend. You should love spending time with yourself. I just got back from the gym and I was just having a great time. Like the gym was empty and I was like dancing and laughing at myself. And I'm like, it's, I'm my best friend. And I think that is really important and something that I've been working up to my whole life. I think as a child, that childlike spirit, I was there. I was my best friend. I liked spending time alone. My mom even would say, she's like, you were, you just like to observe and not really be the center of attention. You were quiet and you could play alone and do your own thing. And then somewhere along the line growing up and school and relationships and all of those things, sports, I didn't like being alone. And i would miss out on invitations with friends or whatever and you felt rejection and all of the things that built up over your childhood to where I kind of lost that independence and I've just regained it back in my the second half of my 20s and so I just encourage whoever is listening to figure out how to return home how to return back to yourself 
and enjoy being alone and enjoy being your own best friend. I'm not saying that you have to take yourself out on dates and go to restaurants alone and um, go to the bar alone and do that kind of stuff. I don't feel that's not my personality. I don't feel entirely comfortable doing that. It's definitely outside of my comfort zone, but it doesn't even sound fun to me. <laughs> I'd rather go to the beach alone or watch the sunset alone, the gym, grocery shopping. I love going thrift, thrifting, thrifting <laughs> alone. Like my friends ask me to go thrifting and I'm kind of like, mm, that's kind of something that you do solo. Like you kind of just wander around the store. You don't really shop with somebody. Um, but those are just a few things like going and get acai bowls, doing that alone. So I challenge you to embrace that a little more. If you're single in your 20s and early 30s, or it doesn't even matter what age you are, maybe there's some depth to where you need to go within yourself during that season. And so that's just kind of what I've learned over the past several years. I can't believe I'm 28. And then lastly, just reflecting, you don't need to work so hard. Like you're going to have struggles and challenges and it's going to be hard work, but you don't have to work so hard. Like it doesn't have to be a rushing and a hurry from here to there. I think social media and our culture and the the way we've advanced as a society, we've really made it look like you have to get up at 5 a.m. to see success. You have to have a few jobs. You have to be making a certain amount of money. You have to work 12-hour days in the entrepreneurial lifestyle and grit, grind, hustle. I got sucked into that for a while and thought that I needed to get up at a certain hour and get you know, a certain amount of productive and check a certain amount of things off of my to-do list. And I'm like, well, who says? Like, there's still quotes floating around that's like, if you're not getting up at before the sun, you're not going to see success or, you know, bullshit quotes like that that make us feel guilty for relaxing and surrendering to the flow of life. And so um, that's just something that I was reflecting on that's way different about me now than back then. I wake up each day and I'm like, what do I want to create today? What do I want to do with my time today? And I feel like if I had done that sooner, I would have been manifesting a lot sooner. I think having money does help, but thinking back, I'm like, well, what could I have shifted while I was hustling and grinding for money to have attracted it sooner? And it's only through those reflections that I'm really able to share with you guys what I would have done differently. And when I say I would have done this differently, or I wish that I had done X, Y, and Z, it's not that I have regrets or that I don't like where my life was or where it's headed. It's lessons learned and... Um, definitely a part of my journey. So it's not a negative thing, me sharing this, but it's more like, what can I reflect on to share with you guys that might change or shift something within you? I don't, I want to make it so like the people who are following me and listening to whatever it is I have to say that day that you make your own mistakes and learn from mine. 
when I was in network marketing, I would always share, you know, these are the things that I figured out don't work. Like, don't do these things. Go and make your own mistakes and, you know, save save time not making the same mistakes I did because here's what I did and here's how it didn't work. Um, so I, I think that's directly relatable to my life. It's not that I'm regretting all of these things. It's like, how can I share what I've been through so that you can either get through it too, or you can avoid the length of time that it took me to learn that lesson. So with that, you don't need to get up at a certain time each day. You don't even have to freaking work out each day if you don't want to. Like I sometimes just feel like walking or doing yoga or stretching and some days it's nothing but I think listening to your body and listening to what your soul's calling you to do that day and kind of surrendering to what you feel like doing and letting that unfold and even if you work a nine-to-five job and you work for somebody else like this can be inserted into your free time during the weekends what do you do during the evenings after you get off work, what are the things that you do to spend your free time? And how can you surrender to those moments and really pull out what your soul's calling you in those moments? What creative outlets do you need to pursue? How can you fill that time differently? Are you filling it with just Netflix and screen time and TikTok and um, just things that aren't serving you or are you fueling your soul? It doesn't always have to be like this grand passion and all these goals. And like, I know I talk a lot about it because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a businesswoman and I have these big audacious dreams, but you don't have to have that calling over your life. And you're no less than if you have a calling that's different than mine or not as brand it's not that mine's any better or bigger or whatever it's just different and that's totally fine but I do think that God whispers to us and sometimes we think that it has to be this big shout this big pulling on our heart this big passion and it can just be little whispers of creative I don't know, just things that make your heart sing. How can you insert those into your free time? Maybe it's traveling. Maybe it's just watching the sunset each night. Maybe it's taking time to play the piano more, to draw more, paint. Do things that aren't of the world, of technology, of our society. And I think that can shift a lot within you. I know... It has for me and I still, you know, watch TV here and there and I just got hooked on The Handmaid's Tale and kind of slipped back into that. Oh no, like a lot of my evening free time is being obsessed with The Handmaid's Tale and so it's like I binged watch. You know when you like go on a diet to and you have to eat all the food that's bad in the house before you start your diet, like all the cookies and stuff before you cut the sugar. It's like I had to do that with The Handmaid's Tale. I had to watch all the episodes so that I was all caught up and could only watch it once a week. Um, but so we all have those times where we're slipping back into that. But really getting in touch with your spirituality will help get into alignment and hear those little whispers of 
what you want to do with your free time and what your soul is calling you to do. And let me just end with saying, don't worry. God's got you. He's got you. It's not always figure outable. It's not always meant for you to figure out, like loosen the reins a little bit and stop trying to figure everything out. Not everything is figure outable. Sometimes it's just, it's meant to just be given all to God. Well, most of the time it's meant to just give it all up, surrender it all to him. And you'll see a shift. You'll feel a turning point in your life. Stop trying to grit, grind, hustle, and figure everything out and be 10 steps ahead all the time. Take a deep breath and just realize one step at a time will get you to where you're supposed to go. Regardless of if you can see the end of the road, the top of the staircase, just focus on where you're at, be present, and don't worry so much about what's ahead.